Shalom, this is Resilient One. And so I want to come on here to talk about beware of spirits that you allow in your life. So, um, I wanted to talk about that because it's, again, it's getting kind of, it's getting pretty crazy out here. And, um, with that, with that, with that, we have to be careful about who we allow in our lives because, you know, the scriptures tell us that a man will be persecuted in his own home. That means your spouse, your daughter, your, uh, you know, roommate, whatever you're living with, son, pet, shoot, whatever you're living with is going to cause you hell, right? They're going to call you hell because nobody can touch you like someone who knows you, right? No one can affect you the way someone you think should love you will affect you. And with that, the devil knows that. So the devil will hop on those who are closest to you. The devil will also hop on those at your church, at your job, at your, in your neighborhood, you know, that's where gang stalking comes in. The number one, the first person on record who was gang stalked was the Messiah. He said, when someone, when you are not welcome in one city, wipe your feet off and go to the next one. That's what people who are, you know, ideally, if you're being gang stalked, if you can, you just leave. But it's always going to follow you because there's always that demonic spirit that wants to destroy you. Just like there was a demonic spirit that wanted to destroy the Messiah and the Messiah knew. He allowed it to happen. So, you know, um, for, for the greater good. Um, so a spirit that you should definitely watch out for is those who like to cause strife um, within you. Those are the people who will uh, cause you to become upset and then turn around and point the camera on you like CCC, you know, like there are people out here whose spirits are not right. They're just not right. They will purposely be contentious with you behind closed door and then call up someone when you are deciding that you are going to get upset. But it says in Ephesians 4, 26, it says, be ye angry and sin not let, you know, don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. Right. So we got to remember like, we can be angry, but don't sin because the devil will use that one moment that that person has, you know, that person, usually when you're dealing with this, the demonic spirit of a, in a person, they will press and press and press until you become angry. So God said, be angry, but sin not. Because when you sin, that's when that devil's going to open up the camera, turn on that recording. Or remember and memorize everything you did wrong to tell everyone around you how demonic you are. They don't, they leave out the part or they play down, downplay the part that they had to do with you because they know most people say, well, you're, you're responsible how you act. So they, they use it all. They use the whole, the devil knows the scriptures well. So does these demonic spirits. They know how to manipulate the scriptures to fit their agenda. But it says, don't let the, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. So yeah, if this demonic spirit gets you upset immediately, instead of going to go sin 
immediately go and pray. Maybe the next day do a fast because now you know, okay, I got to work on myself. I'm still getting angry. I'm still letting this type of spirit, demonic spirit attack a force, you know, uh, bring out this, this thing in me. I don't like. So when you're dealing with the demonic spirit in person or a person who has a wrong spirit and you're not watching the spirits around you, they're going to be contentious because they want you to become angry and then they want you to sin. So therefore people <clears throat> will see, um, the badness in you, right? Um, because you got to understand when it comes down to Israel, it's only going to be a small amount of us, just a small, very small remnant, as Isaiah 1.9 says, a very small remnant of us are going to be left. And so those demonic spirits know, and again, these spirits can be anywhere, but they're mainly, mostly right now in your home or in your church. Wherever your peace is at is where these spirits reside. So as Isaiah 1, 1, 9 says, except the Lord of hosts has left upon us a very small remnant. We should have been as Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, so that means that look at the times we're in. We got all these crazy things going on. Just all the LGBT People being able to marry dogs, people being able just to do whatever they want. There's no rules no more. There's no rules on, okay, you could kill someone in um, excess and be on film. And, you know, you got all these black people, cops doing snuff films and that shit's fine. I mean, like, you know, lynching has, like I said, it, it has evolved from, you know, white people coming together as a picnic and watching the black person's body burn to now they can just turn on a TV and they get to see all their lynching and snuff films on TV and there's nothing being done. And, and then, you know, you get these white people getting upset that people protest against that, which I, I don't believe in protests. I just believe in, you know, other things, but with that being said, there's only going to be a small amount of us left, a very small, I, I always, I always, Try to think about that. What does that mean? A very small amount of us. That means if you think back in Isaiah 11, I think I want to say there's going to be seven women clinging on to one man. That means a lot of the black Israelite men are going to be gone. I'm not, I'm not including Africa because we know Africa is big, but how many Africans are actually all over the continent following the laws? I'm pretty sure there's, 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 there's a lot, but not the grand of the sea, not the sand of the sea. There's not. It says a very small remnant. So there's only going to be a select elite few of us that are going to be left in the end times. And so these demonic spirits, they know that they ain't right. They know they ain't right, but they know you're right. They know you're right. They see how you move. Most of these demonic spirits, they're also bullies. They're bullies and they usually, if they're women, they have the mean girl Jezebel spirit on them. Jezebel's spirit is usually a woman who thinks every married man, non-married man, every man wants them and they want them. They like attention. They're there to pull out the men or the women in the church. They might even they might even flirt with some of the women in the church. Because they're demons. You got the mean girls. These mean girls, they they're the popular it crew. They're the girls that nobody you can't sit with us. 
You know, and they, they let it be known. You can't sit with us because in their minds, they're haughty. They think they're better than every other person walking in the door because, you know, maybe they've been, you know, Jehovah Witnesses go through that. Maybe they've been Jehovah Witnesses for 20 years and you've been here for two years, five years. So they have this higher ranking system in their minds, but yet they're still doing things wicked. And again, how do you know someone's wicked also is the lack of fruits of the spirit. Beware of a church that teaches you the fruits of the spirit are not that important compared to other things that, that, that tells you that one, there's not going to be any accountability. And, and if you don't have the spirit in the most high, you're, you're going to fall. You're not going to be a part of that very small remnant of people. So you have to be careful about what spirits you allow within you, around you. Um, So, because here's the thing, in Hebrews 6 and 4, this is what another thing these spirits want. These spirits know that you are enlightened. You know the laws. You know what God requires of you. So guess what they're going to do? They're going to keep on messing with you, messing with you, and messing with you, and messing with you, and messing with you until, boom, Hebrews 4. So it says, for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened have tasted the heavenly gifts and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost. So they want you to blaspheme the Holy Ghost, which they which they want you to. They know if you they put the, the this pressure on you hard, you're going to leave. And if you leave whatever congregation, because it says that you have to you have to congregate with people. Right. They know this. So that's why they make it hard in some congregations to stay when you got a demonic spirit there, because they know if you leave, there's a percentage of a chance that you're going to go back into the world and you're going to do some wicked things. You're going to you're going to start being that whole you used to be or that whoremonger. You're going to start doing the drugs that you let go of. You're going to start this whatever sin you repented from. It's going to creep back in slowly. Then you're going to start listening to other doctrines because you're, you're going to have a hatred for your brother and sister after you leave any type of deadly situation that when you're dealing with these deadly demonic spirits that are, are around you, you're going to hate the place you used to worship at. So what happens when you hate the place you worship at? You're not going to watch them no more. So then you're going to turn on YouTube or something else and you're going to start listening to other doctrines of other People who teach other things and call yourself congregating with them while you're sitting on your couch. You're going to stop keeping Sabbath day holy. You're going to stop doing all that. And eventually you're going to tell yourself these people do the laws, but yet they're so evil. Well, I don't know. This is, you know, and then you're, then you're going to talk yourself into saying the laws are done away with. And that's what these evil spirits want you to do. They want you to fall all the while. They're going to still be there taking more, plucking more spirits out. They're going to pluck out as many spirits as they can because it talks about the wheats and the tear. Not all people are Israel. So they're going to pluck out as many people as possible. While you just try to maintain and practice temperance. Right. Could be someone in your own household. It could be your 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 wife, your husband, your child. Your child might tell you what you believe is trash. 
You're a racist. You're this, you're that. God is not like that. This God I know loves, loves, loves. God is love, right? Because he tells us, keep the laws and love your neighbors. That means that God has a part of him that loves. He has a part of him that hates. He has a part that destroys. He's everything. He's above time. We live in a time zone that God is not living in. His day is like a thousand years. Our day is like 24 hours. We can feel our whole day. God doesn't, you know, who knows what his, we live in a whole different atmosphere than what God is living in. So with that, you know, we can't say God does not love. (laughs) If you put that in us, that means, you know, we have those capabilities. Everything God has capability of, because we're made in his image, that means we have the capability of it too. So, right. So, you know, again, being careful of the spirits you allow within your home. Now, let me tell you something. If you got a wicked spouse, you got a spouse that got a demon on them. I'll tell you this. The number one thing you should do first is fast. Because now you're not dealing with just a physical person anymore. You're dealing with someone who has a nine foot tall all black demonic spirit on them that is literally puppeteering their minds. You're not, you're not no longer dealing with your husband or wife. You're dealing with somebody who is being influenced by a spirit you can't see, but you see it on them by the way they're treating you. So what do you do? You fast, you pray. You fast, you pray. I am 100% believer in fasting. Like I'm telling y'all like, People used to tell me fast, fast, fast. And I I wouldn't do it because one, I'm a foodie and I had no self-control and I just wanted to eat and I I couldn't stop myself from actually caring about my spirit enough to afflict it. But then when I started doing it, I started realizing that, yes, God meets you in those fasts. And while he's meeting you in a fast, you pray for your, you pray for your congregation. You pray for those people who are despising you. You pray for your spouse. You pray for your child. You pray for anything that is going to separate you possibly from the love of Christ. You pray for that. You pray for them. You pray that they will, that God will have mercy upon them, that they will, that that spirit leaves off of them. You pray for them. And that's why I said going my last one, be careful how you treat people. If you truly are of the most high spirit, you'll learn how to truly love people. Most of us don't love. Someone does something to us. We get a jealous spirit on us. We get an envious spirit on us. We get any type of spirit. We are going to not apply Malachi 3.16. We're actually going to isolate that person. We're going to not deal with that person And so with that, what's going to happen is we're not really doing the most high's laws, are we? We're not hitting that brother or sister up. We're just, I don't like her. I don't like him. Oh, he gets out of spirit too much. Ah, he might murmur. Well, what are you doing on the other end to show love for that person? Are you going to pray for them? Are you going to do a fast for them? You're going to fast for that brother? Are you going to fast for that sister? Are you just going to? I'm too, I'm, you can't sit with me. No. So you learn how to truly love people. 
you you learn that okay, I gotta I I see that this person is dealing with something. Let me let me help them out because helping someone else out is actually helping you out too in the long run. Right? So but like I was saying, be careful of the spirits you allow around you because if you you know the the, the most the most high the Messiah I mean he was strong. He he beat the devil, right? How he you know he when he dealt with the devil he said get behind me Satan. You know, he knew the devil was on him. Some people might have the devil on them and they'll let him inside their spirit. So not too many people are strong enough to face persecution from their people, i.e. brothers, sisters, from their spouse, from their children. We're not strong enough to deal with that. It takes a very strong person to deal with opposition, especially from people who believe what you believe in. It's very hard. And understand that when you face that type of stuff, especially in end times, you better believe you are part of that remnant. Because it does say in the Bible that some people are there for praise and some people are there as basically an example in the church. That could be true, but who are you to put put somebody, I, I can guarantee it that 10 times out of 10, when you are dealing with the organization, it's usually it's usually a manipulation of humans that are being manipulated by demons, especially if you're making an example of someone who is blameless, then you best believe that that is not a situation where it's God is in the midst. It's a devil in the midst. Um. Because here's the thing. For a fraudward thought separates God and his power. When it is tried, reprove, reprove the unwise. So forward, fraudward means like an evil thoughts. So when you are, you got someone in your congregation or you got someone in your home and they're accusing you of things you did not do. They're, um, you know, someone might be manipulating them. They might just see something on you that other people are saying, you know, like it's a spiritual battle. So you got to understand small amount of rim, a small amount of us are going to be saved. That means that there's a, there's a percentage of people who are going to be around you who are really there for the most high. And there's those who are really there who are doing what they got to do because they like attention. So. They will cause people to have forward thoughts, evil thoughts um, towards you. And because those people end up having those thoughts, they'll become separated from God. And then now you got to wonder, okay, well, if they're making an example out of you, but you're blameless, then who are they being led by? If they're separated from God, they're being led by a spirit, demonic spirit, right? Because now that spirit of manipulation of the evil spirit that attacking you is now attacking other people. And now the people are attacking you because now they're, you know, they're believing other things about you. And what they do not do is, and this is how you know you're dealing with a, a person who is demonic. When it is tried, 
reprove the unwise. So, you know, there's no reproof. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no sitting the person down and telling them, Hey, you're messing up. It's just more so, well, we're going to, you can't sit next to us. Ah, Hey, I'm not going to apply Malachi 316. You're an example. You're nobody to the most high. And that's somebody who has hatred towards you. Secretly, they, they don't like you. Honestly, that's to me, that's, that's what that says. If somebody does that. And that again, could be your family member, but your family, most likely they're not going to be in the same belief as you, right? Well, let's just say they are in the same belief. They are following the laws and they're, and they now all of a sudden you're, you got a family member who is just being contrite towards you, being evil, just wicked for no reason. They're not reproving you and they're believing their own lies. And you got to understand that's someone who has a, a demonic spirit on them. And that's where you get, you go into fasting and praying. So cause boom, <clears throat> don't trust every spirit that is around you. I barely trust people and that, cause I, I've been through so much in life that, and it's sad. I, I pray to God that one day, you know, I can, you know, meet someone who's, you know, and I, and I don't, and I, I know I have high expectations of people and that's where another thing you got to lower those expectations. <laughs> Just because you might think highly of yourself doesn't mean you should think the same way of other people. Don't trust every spirit around you. Jeremiah 9 and 4 says, take heed of every one of his neighbors and trust ye not in any brother. For every brother will uh, utterly uh, supplant and every neighbor will walk with slander. So understand that, like I said, some people are just your friends just to get your information. Right. And then they'll slander you behind your back. And, and tell everybody your business. And then the business you tell them, because they got a demonic spirit on them, they'll manipulate you to do bad things. You know, you might tell them, I, yeah, I was raped as a child. And they'll be like, sorry, I'm sorry you were raped as a child, but not everybody was raped. You know, or, you know, they'll talk about, yeah, this one person I met, they were raped, you know, and you know, they're so weak and you're just like, hold up, you're talking about me. And then, you know, you might get mad. And now they're like, oh, wow. You think everything's about you. You think everything, you think everybody's talking about you. You just, you just, uh, you just got the devil on you. And then they might have two, three people that witnessed this conversation. Now, because people are easily manipulated, they now got manipulated by that demon because that demon started at all. And now you, now these, Witnesses and people listen, walking are, are are observing the conversation. Now they're looking at you like, God damn, she got ain't, she 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 didn't say her name or she didn't say his name or he didn't say he, he was just talking. No, that demonic spirit purposely did that to cause a reaction, and that's why most people are stupid. And that's why I don't trust people. Like I said, you can be easily manipulated. I don't want to deal with you. Because when, when the time comes, we're going to get our heads chopped off. You're going to be the one calling, call, telling, telling the soldiers or telling the people, this is where she lives. This is where she's hiding. Because you're easily manipulated. You have no spine, no backbone, nothing. You're just <laughs> nothing. So... Um, 
yeah, I just don't, you know, don't trust every spirit. Don't trust every spirit, y'all, because this is a life or death situation. This truly is a life or death situation. And then any these demonic spirits know that. That's why they're coming after you heavy. Don't trust them. Understand. Rejection is God's protection. So if you're going to reject it, understand God is protecting you from something. Let it be. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, you want to be in that crowd of people. But what happens when you're in that crowd of people who are easy manipulated by a demon? One day you're going to be you're going to be that you're going to be manipulated by that demon and you're going to lose your chance to the kingdom. Got to watch the spirits you're around. Got to watch them. Can't just, you know. Another thing is, you know, these same spirits, they'll, they'll try to get into your house. They'll try to, you know, they'll be like, hey, I'm going to come over. No, the, you're not. You're not coming in my home. Hell no. So what? You can look around and see what I got and go to your little monk flying monkeys and, and talk crap about my home or, you know, what? Do what? I'm not going to have you or any, nobody around. No, no, you can't come in my house. I barely let people come in my house. Psalms 59 to deliver me from the workers of iniquity and save me from bloody men. You got to plead that over you because David was also gang stalked by people. He was, a, you know, he, he, his, you read the whole thing. You see David was heavily targeted and messed with. Heavy. And eventually they killed. They, that's their main job is to kill. But David was a great man. So who knows where he's at? Um, again, you know. Proverbs 16, 27. Uh, ungodly man diggeth up evil. And in his lips there's, there is as a burning fire. So... When you are dealing with a wicked spirit, they're going to gossip about you. They're going to talk about you. They, they, they don't have nothing good to tell you, say about you. Their main objective is to make you leave, make you leave God, make you leave the law, statutes, and commandments. So you become a blasphemous spirit against the, against, against the Holy Spirit, right? So... That's why when you're getting to know a spirit, just because they got a Bible in their hands, they know the laws, they practice Sabbath, they do the new moons, they do all the stuff they're supposed to do. Don't trust that spirit. Uh, Sirach 511 says, be swift to hear and let thy life let, let thy life be sincere with patience to give an answer, right? So be swift to hear. When you're dealing with someone you're just meeting, be swift to hear. And don't tell your business. Be patient in giving an answer to anybody. Don't just blot out all your stuff. Prove them. Prove them because you got to watch out. Anybody who wants to get to know you and they haven't taken the time to really get to know you and they're telling you all their secrets, they're telling you their secrets because they want you to tell because of the fake ass person. They're really good at exposing themselves, but they only expose themselves to the same exact story that they tell everybody else.
They're very good at playing the victim too. Um, I'm going to close this out again with Matthews 10, 36. It says, a man's foes shall be of their own household. So again, it goes back into whoever's in your household, that's going to be the person that the devil's going to use the heaviest. If your spirit is right with the most high, understand it's going to agitate the person that's living with you. Even if they're keeping the laws, it's going to agitate them. It's going to agitate them. I know for me, I I, I know being married and, and, and keeping the laws is and being a submissive wife. Um, it, it could be very easy, right? It could be easy to be submissive because you, if you know your role, but because if someone has a demon on them, some men can't handle, and I'm not saying this about anybody I'm with, but some men cannot handle that power. So that's why, again, it goes into proving your partner, your person that you're with. So therefore, when those things happen, when they become your foe, you can bring them back in because you guys have commonality together. The the devil's not going to hop on somebody who you deem as a stranger. He's going to hop on someone you know. So when you get to know them, you can bring them back through fasting and praying. But sometimes some men, some women, they they can't handle their roles of being a wife or being a husband. It's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So again, you just got to test those spirits before before you let them in your house. Um, and then, you know, you know, the, 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 the demonic spirit, they, they know Ciroc 7-1, you know, they know a good name is precious, precious, ultimate, ultimate, I can't say the word. Um, and the day of death than a day of one's birth. So that's why these people, they go and they slander you and they, and they, and they, and they plant things for you. They, they plant little words and gestures and things. So therefore when you spaz out, your name is gone. But here's the thing for me, I'll say this to you right now. I don't care about my name to to, to human beings because we're all flawed. What I care about the most is how the most high sees me. I don't live for man's love because it says Luke 26, woe to you, woe to Woe to you when all men speak well of you. Um, for so did their fathers and the false prophets. So my thing is, I don't care what people think of me, because at the end of the day, when I die, I might die in a car accident. I might die from a heart attack. I might die from a bullet coming from a stray bullet. You're not going to be there when I'm on judgment day. God is not going to call this person up and say, well, how, you know, unless you are ordained to be a witness, you know, your life won't matter to my, 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 my salvation at the end. And, 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 you know, it won't. What what matters is how did I treat you when you were treating me dirty? How did I treat you when you were giving me love? How did I treat, how did I treat you when you were slandering my name? How did I treat you? Did I show you love? Did I show you mercy? Did I show you temperance, kindness? 
Did I give you the laws? Did I give you the, the, the fruits of the spirit or did I just isolate, leave you alone? Some people, you got to do that. I, I believe that once somebody shows you who they are, believe them and, you know, leave them alone. But always, you know, don't live with hating your heart for that person. And don't go about talking about that person because you don't like them. Because now you're just doing exactly what your that demon spirit is. And that's another transference, transferring spirits. Those people transfer their spirits onto you. Because now you're going around talking crap about this person. You're going around telling everybody their business because you know that they're doing the same thing to you. So now you're no better than that demon in them. So here, you know... I'm, I say all this because this is the last, this is what I've learned, you know, and I want to close this out by saying to you guys, develop a relationship with the most high, you and yourself. Work on your own salvation with fear and tripling. Do not let no man or woman dictate your relationship with God because you don't know who they are. You don't. Anybody can flip at any moment, but you can't flip on yourself. Know thyself. Prove yourself to God. Study his word. Get in his spirit. So therefore, when you do come across these spirits, you are like, you won't be like, you won't be like. Proverbs 25, 28, where he that has no rule over his own own soul or spirit is like a city with the broken, broken down walls or just, uh, 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 oh, hold on, so I paraphrase that. a city with broken down walls or I'm paraphrasing y'all, um, uh, basically a castle with no walls in a spirit. Okay. I'm paraphrasing the heck out of that. My apologies, but look up that scripture I just said. Get it right, right? But what I'm saying is, when you meet that spirit, because you worked on your own salvation with the Most High, with fear and trembling, you develop the relationship with God, with the Most High. When you meet that spirit, you're not going to fall. You're not going to do what they want you to do. You're not going to act a fool. You're going to face that persecution they're putting towards you. And you're going to do it with a smile on your face because you know that that's a demon you're dealing with. That's a demon who's jealous of you because one day they're going to be beneath you. So anyway, with that, I just want to say shalom.